Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, at whatever time you're listening to me or to our podcast, The Truth Behind Success. You can find us at thetruthbehindsuccess.com and uh, my personal name, ricardorosales.com. I hope you're having a blast, you're having a great day, you're ready to go kill it. And the reason I speak uh, this way is because I'm actually recording this early in the morning. I just got done exercising and I know I say this in every podcast, but it's kind of like, you know, to keep accountability with you guys and what better to go and keep accountability with a bunch of people that are actually listening to you on a, on a date or a few people. I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this, but uh, for the ones that are listening, I just want to make sure that you guys are keeping me on check and on track. And it's one of the best ways to push myself to be a better person, to do what the things that I'm saying I need to be doing. That way I don't fall off track or I don't get off track or, you know, derail from the final goal, which is be healthy, be pumped up and energized. You see, one of the things about exercising early in the morning is that not only are you achieving um, or you're getting healthier because, you know, you're losing weight or maintaining your weight or burning fat, whatever the case, the, the case might be, but you're also getting healthier. Um, you know, your heart starts working better. Your whole system starts, you know, functioning uh, much better. But your flood gets going in a way to where your blood gets going in a way to where the, the flow keeps you energized for most of the day and you will go with huge amounts of energy throughout the day and you don't even realize it so I encourage you to do it exercise early in the morning and see how the rest of the day goes what most people struggle with is actually getting to exercise and I am one of those I recognize it um, um, it's like being an alcoholic you have to recognize you're, you're an alcoholic um, before you can fix the issue and usually when I get up in the morning, um, and which is something we all tend to do, uh, or, or most of human beings tend to do, is we get up and we right away go, okay, what do I need to do today? And you prioritize the things that you need to get going with and attacking during the day, um, job-related or you know business-related or whatever the case might be. And you prioritize that on top of being uh, or ahead of being uh, of doing your exercise and maybe having time for yourself. And the way I, I see it is when I get up in the morning and I exercise first and I meditate, I do meditate. I'm doing some uh, meditation with the Grabovoi, uh, Gregory Grabovoi techniques um, where you basically look at some numbers. And uh, if you can Google it or go on YouTube and you'll, you'll understand but it's kind of like deep visualization. Um, I do that early in the morning and then I get to exercise. And that's kind of like my time. It's kind of like paying yourself first before you pay anyone else. So it, it falls onto that same theory that every time you get paid, you pay yourself first, you know, a certain percentage. And then you pay your bills, you put money away, whatever the case might be, uh, however you structure your finances. Uh, exercising and, and, and allowing my the first or one or two hours out of the day for me, it's um it's very important because that you know that helps me go to, throughout the rest of the day knowing that I've already been taken care of. So psychologically, it gets me on the right mindset and uh, mindset on the right track. And then 
he gets me all pumped up to come do this podcast for you. This is really for you guys. It's not really for me. It's it's more. Um, I don't. I'm not monetizing this. Um, you know, with ads or anything like that. I I just really want to lay out the message out there, and hopefully, I can touch somebody in a positive way. Hopefully, somebody can can grab this information and relate to me one way or another and make their life better. This is why I do this. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, I know there's other people doing the same thing, but there's also other people that do it as a business. They, they podcast as a business. I don't do it that way. Like I'm not going to say maybe in the future, I, I, I won't because, you know, I don't want to turn my back and close doors on, on possible opportunities that may come my way. But today at this time, during this minute, it's only for your benefit, not for mine. So the truth behind success is where I tell you about the truth and nothing but the truth on what really goes behind on achieving success. And it's really all the struggles and all the, you you know, the detours and all the adjustments and all the, the things that you need to be doing. Um, in order to achieve your goals, to get to your goals, to get to your final destinations, to to achieve what you want to achieve. And remember, success doesn't have to be money. A lot of people relate success to money, but success could be love. It could be, um, you know, loving yourself. Uh, a lot of people lack loving themselves. They, they, they don't love themselves enough. Um, it could be that, you know, for, for you, success is to have a positive life, you know, a, a healthy relationship with your family members. It could be that you just want to get healthier because you're going through physical uh, or health struggles. So whatever your case is, uh, I want you to take this and apply it to that part of your life to where you can be better, that you can improve. You can, you know, if Ricardo can do it, I can do it too. And look, I am one of those guys that, you know, if I can do it, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure anybody can do it. I'm not the smartest tool on the shit. I'm not the most educated person out there when it comes to formal education. I didn't even finish college. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, my education has been different. I'm, I'm self-taught. Uh, and also, all the books that I've read, all the seminars that I have attended, um, all the struggles that I've had, you know, I've learned from those. I, I continuously learn every day. If you're not learning, you're dying. So I encourage you, you have to go out and learn something every day. Um, there's three words that you need to remove from your mouth and, and vocabulary. I'm going to put it that way. And those words are, I know that. And what do I mean by that? Um, for the most part, when you meet somebody and you encounter somebody and and you want to tell them something, you go and say, hey, man, uh, or lady or whatever, I just came across this great idea where you can, I don't know, build houses for a living and you can make a lot of money. And the other person goes, I know that. And that kind of like takes everything away from what you're saying. Um, so we tend to make a mistake on telling other people, I know that, instead of saying, you know what? You're right. I acknowledge what you know. So tell me more about what you got to say. That way you can create better a ways of communication. Uh, but when you say I know that, it's pretty much saying don't tell me anymore because I already know. You don't have to tell me anymore. So the I know that uh, makes us be a little dumber. Uh, and I include myself on it because I'm pretty sure for many years I, I probably did it. And 
I know somebody very close to me that does it all the time. Uh, it's actually related to me. Um, and But he's got his own growing uh, experiences, right? So I actually pulled him off to the side one day. I said, look, look, man, every time I tell you something or somebody tells you something, you go and you say, I know that. And it's like, do you know everything? Like, are you all encyclopedia or something like that? And he goes, well, I don't mean it that way. I just know about the subject. It's like, dude, every time you do that, you just pretty much take everything away from that, per- that, that person is trying to, you know, get to you. So don't be a know-it-all. If you're a know-it-all, then why, you know, why are you, you know, not so successful that you're a multi-trillionaire and you got the best body and the best health and the best conscious and the best everything in the world? Well, you got a point. It's like, you don't know everything, man. So, you know, uh, we need to start being a little bit more humble and, and understand that when somebody comes to us with information, if we reply with, I know that, it's pretty much saying, you know, don't tell me anymore. And if you don't want them to tell you more, it's okay. You can tell them, it's like, hey, man, thank you so much, but I'm not interested in that information. Or thank you so much. Uh, I completely understand what you're saying and I can relate to it. But I know that is three words that really will uh, crush you. And and it just came to my mind today. I'm sorry about this, but, you know, after you exercise and your lungs and everything starts to clear up or whatever. I'm going to have to do this podcast prior to exercising, I guess, but I'm not going to be as pumped up about it, I guess. But, um, and I'm having a cup of coffee too, if you don't mind. <sighs> this coffee is good before it gets cold. Anyways, I know that those are three words that will damage you going forward, that will sink you, that will um, keep you at your level. If you want to grow, remove them from your mouth and if somebody says something you already know hey just listen you don't have to go and you know and be rude to them say oh i know that i know that i know that i know that it's it gets old it gets horrible so i learned that a a long time ago Uh, maybe i said from time to time i'm not gonna um, remove myself from it i am just as guilty as everyone else is about everything i am the most imperfect human being there is out there so I just want to relate it, you know, to where you understand and you're, you are aware. And going forward, I'm going to tell you a little story um, about opportunities. After I got out of the Navy and, and I did my four years of uh, service, you know, I had, the, I had the 19 job offers that I was telling you about in a previous podcast. And, and I chose the, the lowest paid offer, uh, which was $12.45. I'll never forget it. And... Believe it or not, I was one of the happiest persons in the world that I had become part of that organization. It it was a great company. At the time, it was called FMC Technologies. Today, it's got a different name. And um, I was a subsea service technician trainee. And the good thing about it was uh, is that they would pay for my hotel while I I trained because they, they put me on a training program to learn everything related to subsea and, and subsea installations and oil fill equipment installations and things of that nature. And um, they pay for my hotel and then they didn't pay for my meals, but they, they allow me to work as many hours as I wanted to. And guess what? Me coming from the USS Gladiator MCM-11, where I work my freaking butt off, I had no issues of getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, being there at 5 and working all the way to 4, 5, 6 p.m., so I was I was ranking in the hours, and then I would go to the training. Uh, they had a training uh, module or like a, like a conference room, or it was actually a building where you can sit on the computer, do your homework, 
and they will pay you for that. So I was like, man, as long as I'm in that building studying and not messing around and, and learning, I get paid. So, you know, I started working and, and the training program uh, would last for about six months on the one I was a part of. Um, so I went and, and, did, and really put the extra hours, put the extra effort. I showed up to everything on time, you know, never try to be late. You know, never try to make an excuse. If if they would allow me to work on a weekend, I would show up. That way, I could make a little bit of extra money. And um, and the good thing is, I didn't have to pay rent, so most of the money was coming to me, and and it was allowing me to build a little bit of uh, cash reserves for moving forward. And by the time I will get done with the training, then they will up me up to a base salary that I don't want to get into right now. But uh, I think uh, at the time it was like fifty thousand dollars a year or something like that, and then they will give you a daily bonus. So you know. After the training, if everything went well, I will graduate and I will be pulling 80, 90 grand a year doing something that I really liked and working about six months out of the year. So that's not that it's not that bad. Even in today's standard, it wasn't that bad if you're an employee because you can control the time that you're off. So I set my goal to, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and graduate as soon as I can. And sure enough, in three months, I was going through my review board and Actually, I, I didn't pass the review board from at, uh, the beginning. What they did was is they said, look, you did good enough, but we feel like you need more, um, a little bit more of on-hands training. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you on a, on a special program for a couple of weeks. You go do your on-hand training, on-hands or hands-on training, and and then uh, I'm, I'm a little dyslexic, I guess. Uh, you know, I've switched words back and forth. Um, so that tells you that if I can do this podcast, you can do yours too. Um, so they put me there and then they reviewed me back in two weeks and said, Ricardo, you have done a great job, man. We are so proud that you're part of our, our team and you are graduating now and you are officially a subsea service technician. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, I was celebrating. I got my picture. I was smiling from, from side to side with my coveralls on and man, I was one of the happiest guys on earth that day uh, long story short they put me on the salary they promised me you know now I'm making better money I'm, I'm, I was able to rent an apartment and and I actually didn't have any furniture I only had my bed you know uh, and I don't want to get into details on why I didn't have furniture uh, I really didn't I, it wasn't about money uh, it was about uh, something else and you know, I was never in the apartment because I was usually on the rig. So I figured, man, if I'm always on the rig, all I need to do is have a bed. I don't need couches and TVs and things of that nature. So I didn't have any furniture and, and I only had a bed. But there was a reason for that. And I don't want to tell you that on the podcast, but I want you to imagine on why I only had a bed. OK, um, anyways, about three or four months into it, um, a new boss got hired over our department and, and this guy pretty much came in and he wanted to change things around. So he started like changing the way we did work. He started changing the pay scale. He started changing everything. So what he was doing was he was removing most all of us, actually all the technicians from a base salary and a day bonus into getting us paid by the hour. And most of the experienced technicians got really mad at that because now they didn't, they weren't, they weren't going to have the security that the base salary will provide um, based on the bills that you got to pay and all of that. And that actually forced a lot of them to work a lot more because if they're getting paid by the hour, you know, they, they got to hustle some more. So long story short, uh, this new manager came in and changed the pay scale 
and they had a whole meeting where they put most of the technicians and they started explaining how the new pay scale was going to work. And I was on that meeting and I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried because everybody that had experience was worried and I'm the new guy. So I was in the process of buying a house already and um, man, that was going to impact the way I would buy or not a house, the, the whole nine yards. Long story short, this guy comes in and he goes, all right, if you're making $50,000 a year, now you're going to make, I don't know, $14 an hour. But the way it's going to work is you're going to have to come to the shop and do some work. And for the guys that are rotating, you're going to get paid 21 hours a day because you're away. And you're going to get 40 hours of, of base pay. And then you're going to get the rest of the hours during that week, which was 107 hours, time and a half. And I went and, and kind of like sat down and, and did my math. And I said, man, if I actually get busy with this pay scale, I can make a lot more money than I would ever make on the current pay scale. The only difference is I have to stay busy. I have to stay engaged and I have to stay working all the time. That way I can maximize the, the compensation plan. And we had, I think, uh, we, we, we probably had about 80 service technicians back then, maybe 100. I can't remember. It's been a while. And uh, probably 20 or 30 of them resigned. They, they went and turned in their resignations. They said they weren't going to deal with that. And they, for the most part, it was the most experienced guys. And they went to the, comp- the, the competitors. They, they left. And I'm sitting there and I say, man, if these guys are living now, they're creating this, this void now I'm the new guy. I can actually go and fill that void and take advantage of this situation. And that's why I wanted to name, name this podcast opportunities. That's exactly what I did. I went and talked to all the managers and I said, look, guys, I know you guys are going to be understaffed. I know you guys are just lost all these great people that went to other companies, uh, to the competitors or whatnot. I'm here and I'm ready to work. And I think at the time I was making maybe $15, $16 an hour or something like that. So, But on the pay scale, if you stay busy, man, that was a lot of money. And little did I know that's how I was going to go from making, you know, 80 grand a year into making about $200,000 a year. So I took advantage of the opportunity. I took advantage of the situation. I was like, I was recognized as a rock star by some of those managers because I wasn't trying to, you know, talk them down and telling them that they were doing the wrong thing. I was just complying with what they were saying. And I said, look, I'm here to help. And I want you to keep me busy because I had done my due diligence. I saw the opportunity. I seized it. And for the next couple of years, um, I made more money than I had ever dreamed of um, prior to in my life. So with that being said, keep on the lookout for the opportunities. They are out there for you to get. They are out there for you to get, even if you are an employee. So I was an employee back then. I saw an opportunity. I assisted. I seized the day. Made my family proud of me. I was proud of myself. I put a lot of money on the bank account. I was able to fulfill my 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 dreams and my duties, which was, you know, pay my bills and pay my daughter and and and, and everything that I had going on, and put a lot of money on my pockets to do whatever I wanted. So. With that being said, guys, this is the truth behind success. RicardoRosales.com, the truth behind success.com. Hit like, share, subscribe. Tell somebody about this podcast if you think you're getting any value out of it. I want to continue to tell you stories. I want you to go out there and get to your dreams, achieve what you want to do. Do not pay attention to the negativity. You got to eradicate that from your life, even if it's family members. And I'm not saying go kill them, but just don't 
associate with them okay i don't want to encourage you to go do something stupid it's just that by association you pick up on the bad habits that other people got you pick up on the on the on the on the bad things that other people got and what you want to do is you want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to go crush it and you're going to do whatever it takes for you to get to where you need to get the truth behind success is not easy but it's completely worth it go through your pains go through your struggles overcome every struggle struggle that the universe sends your way is doing it for a reason to make you a bigger and a better person you'll have a great day